Yes. All right, cool. Hey, are we ready? <laughs> yeah, hang on. Yeah, go. Yeah. Okay. Hey, everybody. Welcome to My Dumb Friends for another mailbag edition. Uh, we're excited and uh, to do this episode, and not just because our guest canceled last minute. <laughs> So we're uh, doing a mailbag instead of uh, the guest we were supposed to interview. We <laughs> totally planned this. That's no, that's not. not. We totally planned this in advance. So that's the beautiful thing about comedy is how prepared uh, you have this, to be. This will be it. our 15th mailbag. <laughs> <laughs> At least we're not doing a best of. So um, I, I think we're going to, you know, I think you we're going to. We should do, we should do a best of the mailbag. <laughs> <laughs> Best of just the laziest, just the laziest episode ever. Hey, this is a great letter we got. Remember this? <laughs> um, we're gonna move a, a segment, uh, a segment up this week. It's time for what's this guy's what's this fucking, guy's problem? fucking problem? <laughs> uh, I am gonna. I'll start off with. Uh, actually, no, I'm the only one this week that has it, right? Well, I have a story, but I, you know, I uh, what's, what's a, open with you? What's open with you? Well, kind of, yeah, but it's what's open with you. What's up with me? I have another story about my neighbor. Uh, there's actually I have a couple little things. One little thing I saw today, uh, which was uh, I'm walking by. It's it's him. I've, I've I found out from my other neighbors who it is. It's this guy's. I thought it was her nephew. After a while, I thought it was her son. Then I thought it was a nephew. Now I find out it's the son. And apparently everybody else in the house, there's like six people who live in like a one bedroom in, in this like one bedroom apartment. And everybody else, all of her other kids are like doing great. And this yeah. kid's just like a giant fuck up. So he's the kid. What are the other kids doing? With. Yeah. He's, and well, I, what are the other kids I, doing? They're doing so great. What are they doing? I think like, well, one of them I think had a drug problem, but now with like on track and has like a job and it's like awesome. living on their own. And the other ones I think are actually like successful. I think they want them like a lawyer or something. Like I think they're actually doing well. And, uh, but this kid is constantly, the kid is like a weird, a weird guy. I so he's not a before. drug addict. Cause this guy you've had problems with, he's not a drug addict. He's just a weirdo. No, he's a drug addict. Oh, he is a drug addict. I'm sorry. Straight up. And that's what the second story is about. Is it? He, yeah. The first story today, I don't know. This guy, he's like, you're, like the minute you see him, every time you see him, you're like, you're on something. He's the guy I've mentioned on the podcast before. If you don't listen to the podcast, every time I come out of the elevator, he'll go, you scared the shit out of me. And like, yes. Every single time. Can we like, just call him, we should call him Elevator Eddie. What's, elevator, what's like, we'll call him Elevator Eddie. Okay, cool. Right. Yeah. So um, the little tiny story is I'm walking back from getting my lunch today, and I'm walking down my block, and I see it's him and his mom, and I don't know where the hell they're going. They have, I think they're going grocery shopping or something. She has one of those, like, carts. She's pushing the cart. And as I walk by them, I hear him go, I hate Obama. <laughs> <laughs> and I'm like, the balls on this kid to hate Obama. <laughs> You you fucking do nothing, asshole! Like you piece of shit. Yeah, when you don't have a job, he's helping you out. (laughs) Yeah, he's trying to get you fucking on the right track. Yeah, Trump would want to put you like turn you into soy. You know, Trump would would euthanize you. (laughs) (laughs) You know, like you make me want to vote for Trump. Actually. Yeah, right. Exactly. Yeah, it makes me want to vote for Trump. The kid's like an asshole. And the second story, to add to how much of a freaking scumbag the kid is, apparently uh, my wife comes out. I was on the road this week. I was in Grand Rapids. And I, she tells me a story about how she came out Friday morning into the hallway 
and sees a syringe on the foot of the stairs, like leading up to the next floor, uh, sees like a full-on syringe. And then uh, our other name is this guy, Tony, who's like this older gay dude who's actually really cool, and he's like really funny guy and like nice guy. And um, he comes out, sees it, and is like, oh, no, that's no good. And then the other guy, this guy, Willie, the guy who told me that he does legal work for people in the neighborhood. Yeah. <laughs> that guy, the other guy who's, who's there, he's definitely there as part of some kind of like 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 program or something like his apartment is like cheaper than most apartments he comes out is he a drug addict too or no what'd you say is he a drug guy too either he was and he's sober now or he has like mental issues like he's mentally uh, mentally disabled but he has like emotional and mental issues and he's part of like this disability program and that's why he gets this apartment he seems fine to me but i know he doesn't work i don't know how he pays his rent he's the guy who dragged the tv up all the way from the basement right right one of those tvs and it didn't work yeah yeah yeah. (laughs) and he's constantly hanging out he's constantly it just looks like he has his nose in everybody's business in the building. He comes out of his apartment. My, my wife and the dude Tony are sitting there staring at the syringe talking about it. He comes out, sees it, freaks the fuck out, goes, he goes, oh, that fucking – I'm going to kill that fucking kid. I'm going to kill him. I'm going to fucking kill him. I'm like, what are you – well, you're not going to do anything, first of all. You're an asshole. But and this then, is how like, – because all like, your guys blend together. I thought him and the syringe guy that you scared the, the shit guy. out of you guy were the same guy. But I guess – No, the, two different guys. One right. – the kid is like probably 25 years old mm-hmm. and the guy, Willie, is probably like uh, close to 50. And right. The, Willie is the guy like I don't have any issues with him like the only issue that I have with him is he wouldn't t- stop telling me about the gas company coming to fix the gas and, and I didn't give a shit about it but he wouldn't he would just give me updates every day and then he so would he's try just to, like, like normal annoying he's like normal annoying but he, there's something under the surface that I'm sure that he's on meds or he's on something so when I see him now it's to the point I see him every day at least three or four times a day, I just say, what's up? Every time I say, I just don't even want to get involved with a conversation with this fucking guy. He's constantly getting into cars and then I'll see him 20 minutes later, dropped off at the, it's like weird, like just a weird business. Right. And then this other guy is the kid that lives in, the, in this, this woman's apartment who is like her, his mom apparently. And he moved back in there recently because he wasn't there when he first got there. And then now he just hangs around. And he, I'll see him all the time. Just fucked up. You just can tell he's fucked up. And then my wife comes out to see the syringe and I'm like that, that's messed up. Like if it gets, if that, if that happens again, I'm not, I'm not, I'm gonna say something to the fucking building management. But like, yeah. that's what it's like living in this fucking. Like, I was living in Brooklyn before. Never had one problem living in Brooklyn. Never once. Yeah, you can't have a syringe lying. Or I mean, that is insane. It's insane. Uh, I was like, and I wasn't there. I was like, that's fucked up. I'm like, I told my wife, I go, listen, if you see him, just ignore him. I go, if you see him go into the elevator, just wait, and then just wait until, just avoid him in any. No, cost. you need I to. I, I think you guys need to. You guys need to tell the landlord now. I mean, that that can't. Ha- you can't have. You can't have somebody leaving syringes. What if Rickles like sniffs it and gets pricked? Or what if like a little kid? What if? Well, then that's the thing. It, it was right across the right across. There's a little kid that lives literally right across from where the syringe was, and I was like, yeah, that that it's bad. It's really bad. It's really really bad. Yeah, you and can't. Like, yeah, that guy's got to go, or he's got to like. Gotta go. He's got to. Yeah, he's got to go. Fuck that. You yeah. know, and also too, if you're a drug addict, like. You know, in recovery, I mean, I understand it's really tough. I'm in, I'm in recovery for, for alcohol and some drug stuff. But, um, you know, there's also got to be consequences. And eventually, like, you know, like, yes, you need help. But, like, that doesn't mean that you can endanger people around you. And also, if people keep giving you shots, you're not going to fucking get better, you know? 
Right, exactly. And I think he seems like one of those guys. I'm sure he's been giving given multiple shots. I'm guessing where he was before was some kind of program or something. Who knows with this kid? But I'm not going to fucking – the minute that I, – I was going to wait. I just didn't see it myself. Marielle saw it, and they, they, and then that guy really freaked out. And then they and they were like, oh, yeah, he's real bad. Like, Did like, they take the a picture talking. of it or no? I don't know. I didn't ask her. She should have. She should have taken a picture of it. Yeah, it's pretty. It's or maybe pretty she bad. should now. She should just buy a syringe and recreate the scene. And then, <laughs> yeah, she plant, like planting a gun on. on, on <laughs> yeah, Mary Al just becomes a dirty cop. <laughs> Mary Al becomes bad lieutenant. All of a sudden, <laughs> <laughs> Mary Al is Harvey Keitel in she, bad lieutenant. She's like, pretend you're blowing me. <laughs> That that movie's so. Cr- I actually like the second one better, which a lot of people disagree what, with me on. You know, the only thing about the second one, it had the really corny name. It was Bad Portacol New Orleans. What yeah, it was Portacol New Orleans. They, that is so corny. They definitely Tokyo Drift to the, that name. Every time it's a <laughs> shitty name, I say Tokyo it's Drifting. Tokyo Drift of bad cop movies. They definitely. You know what? Uh, I I went through. I, I'm such a lazy piece of shit. I watched all of. Um, I, well, I did do some work this weekend. I, I worked out. I wrote my screenplay. I did some shows, but I also binge watched Luke Cage. And uh, oh, can we talk about that? Did you watch it? That. I watched. Uh, I've watched two episodes so far. Do you not like I gotta it? Be on- I gotta be honest. I don't know what happens in it. I, I don't want to talk about it that way. What do you think of it? What did you think of it? I think it's fun. I understand it if you don't like it, though, because there's a lot of things not to like. I'm trying to get into it. I'm trying to get into it, but I just think I think the writing stinks. Yeah. Would you say that or no? Uh, I like elements. There's elements of it I really like. The end gets really corny. I will say that. Like, I think the end gets super corny. Um, it's one of those things where I thought it was so – I was so excited for this show, dude. I was so excited. Did you like Jessica like, Jones? I didn't watch Jessica Jones. I oh, you should watch that. Jessica Jones. Why, it's really good? It's really good. I, I know, and I, and I just want to say in Mike Lawrence's defense, I always shit on Mike Lawrence who's like – uh, a comic friend of ours uh, who's been on the show before for being nerdy, and I'm bringing up Luke Cage and Jessica Jones, so I can go fuck myself. <laughs> well, we're allowed to do that once in a while. That's not, you know. Right. Yeah, exactly. No, Jessica Jones uh, is great, and the guy who's the bad guy in it is amazing. Uh, Aaron's nodding his head. It's this. Who's the bad? What's the bad guy's name again, Aaron? David Tennant. Yeah, but who? What is he was the Doctor name? Who? Yeah, but what's the character's character? name? Kilgrave. Kilgrave. Kilgrave, yeah. Yeah, yeah it's a great – the bad guy's awesome, Sean, so please check it out. But I'll check it out, but the Luke Cage, I think I, I was expecting it to be so cool, and I think it just came off as corny. Uh, there's a lot of corny moments in this in this show. I'm going to keep watching it, I the think. The acting's I, good. Like, Alfre Woodward's really good, I think. and uh, She's good, but here's – I think the writing affects it, man. I, I really do. I thought it was going to be like this cool – I think it was Marvel. Marvel does cool shit. Like, I think, like I think the way they, I think they went too stylistic with the editing of it, where it just becomes really convoluted and like and like been too busy, and it kind of like fucks up the story a little bit. Like, I, I I like it, but I I am also I, I like it, but not enough to defend it. But you know, like later on in the series, uh, let me give a shout out to somebody. Mike Britt is in it, and he's awesome. He's only in one scene. He's really fucking good in it. Uh, oh, that's awesome. So I'll give a shout out to Mike Britt. And it's like it's not a funny role, it's a dramatic role. So 
and he's uh, he's great in it. So uh, it's that guy is like like there's it's just interesting to me to see who like you know last week's episode we had Jay Larson on who's like a really good actor. And it's just interesting to see like what co- stand-up comics are can actually act and be in a moment versus there's there's plenty of stand-up comics I know that can't act for shit. So, uh, oh yeah, you see, uh, our friend Damian Lemon was in the night up. Is he is he good in it? I haven't seen it. He's in one scene. He's great in it. Go I gotta see it. I only watched the first episode. Um, and then there's some comics who they they just play themselves, but it's still great. Like. Like, Norm MacDonald just plays himself in everything, and I'll watch it all the time, but he literally does the opposite of acting, where you can see him pull away from a moment. Yeah. And be like, did oh, you, yeah, I mean, Norm's the, the greatest ever, so. I only watched the one episode, so. Oh, I, I'm, I'm shocked that you only watched one episode. Actually, that Norm was, was good in Larry Flint, too, so I, I won't say that. Um, what did you say? I said Norm MacDonald was actually really good in Larry Flint, so that's that's not true. Um, like he, he does, he can play something different. No, I, I saw that first episode. I, I didn't totally get into it, but maybe I'll, I'll give it another shot. So I should give it another shot. Aaron's giving me a thumbs up. No, I watched Luke Cage and I watched, uh, Jim Jeffries' new stand-up special, Freedom, over the weekend. That was good. Um... I watched. I watched like half of that special. It was good. I watched Halt and Catch Fire. That's a show I watch. I like that show. What's Halt and Catch Fire? It's about like the. Uh, it's like uh, about basically like compact computers, how they were formed. Um, the characters are super annoying sometimes, but it's still a really good show. It's a comedy or it's a drama. It's a drama, and I watch. Uh, what did I watch? South Park this season's been really good. Vice yeah. principles. There's so much good fucking TV out there. There's so much. We watch. I watch. I'm watching Bloodline with Marielle. Bloodline's good, man. It's, I gotta. I only watched the first episode and I was so hammered. Um, it's a. Uh, it's a build to it. There's definitely a build going. It's not the fastest show in the world, but it's great, great, like really great acting, and it's good writing, and it's and it's the story is cool. Like as you add, like. It's you realize how much fucked up shit goes on over a course of uh, the whole season, you know. Well, I can't wait to check it out, Tom. You're a big TV guy. What's your big uh, big show right now? My big show right now. Well, I'm excited by the premiere of Westworld on. Uh, yeah, I hear on that's going to be good, huh? Is that yeah. Tom? Is that ba- that's not based off the like the, the, the is Westworld the sixties TV show? No, the, a movie starring Yul Yul Brenner way back when. Yeah, that's what it's based off of. Yes, but okay, but, okay, okay. but then uh, Michael Crichton it, it, like kind of wrote the storyline for it, and it's really it's really good. So at least the first episode is great, and living living up to the hype. Uh, speaking of Michael Crichton, one time <laughs> this is like <laughs> I went to a good, I went to a, like my school district growing up was good, but we in seventh grade for biology class we read Jurassic Park. That was, that was wow. <laughs> But thinking back on it, I'm like, was that really the best thing we could have read? I think there's a, there's a lot of there's a lot of like guys of like DNA stuff in there. Yeah, stuff. and guys for the AP class are going to be reading Congo. So <laughs> <laughs> what a That's what a fucking thinking. bullshit public school. <laughs> Jurassic. Jurassic Park. Uh, Guys, instead of reading Othello, just watch Shakespeare in Love. (laughs) And then they wonder why why everyone's a fucking moron in this country. (laughs) Are you calling me a moron now? Is that what you're saying? Uh, Yes, I was. Um, (laughs) Fuck you. 
Uh, speaking of what this guy's fucking problem to add to add in mine, well, this isn't as good as that, but just just something I saw today. I went I went and got a coffee today, and this bothers me to no end. And Sean, it probably bothers you too, and, and Tom too. Uh, but it was a guy on his skateboard walking his dog, and the dog had to yeah. like catch up to him while he was skating. I can't. It's so fucking obnoxious when you see somebody put their dog through them looking cool. You know? Yeah, yeah, their dog's an accessory. Oh, it just drives me nuts, dude. And I don't it's have a like, dog, yeah. but, like, I can't even keep a fucking plant alive. But <laughs> I, I wouldn't, like, use it. I wouldn't, like, like I wouldn't, like, boogie board with my dog. You know what I mean? I wouldn't, like, yeah. hang glide with my dog. Just walk your fucking dog. It's also like, we get it. You're cool. You're in an iTunes commercial. Yeah, we exactly. It. Oh, it drives me nuts. It really Ugh. does. People are the worst. <sighs> Absolutely. The cool thing that I want to do is I want to be able to wear a denim jacket, but I can't do that now because I just look like a child molester if I wear one. <laughs> why? Why do you look like a child molester? If I'm you not know? a child, I'm just saying I look. I don't look like you know. Like people wear them where it's like you have to be like a certain size to wear a denim jacket because or have a certain look. Like if I was to wear one now, I would just look creepy. I mean, denim really isn't look a good look unless you're really in good shape or skinny, you know? Even if That's you're what in I'm good saying. Shape, That's what I mean. I think just skinny. I think, like, denim, you really should just be skinny or a chick. Like, I like yeah. a chick in denim for sure. <laughs> no, I was saying I was saying that I look creepy in denim, and denim. I was saying how I went on – I had a taped audition today, and I, they sent me the breakdown of it, and they go, oh, it's for multiple roles. I'm like, awesome, multiple roles. And then I scroll down, and it's for – Either creep or pervert. <laughs> a wide range. <laughs> yeah, that's what I said. I go, oh, what a range that I have. You play creep or pervert? Yeah. <laughs> it was like it was like one of those like you know under yeah. five like one line things. Yeah. The same. Either size. you have a tiny mustache or a tiny mustache and a big baseball cap. <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> This guy that I work, I told this guy, one of the guys I worked with this weekend, I told him about it. He goes, yeah, but a creep is just a pervert who hasn't gone through with it yet. I'm like, yeah, that's actually a good way to put it. <laughs> yeah. No, I don't know if that's, I don't know. I think, uh, yeah, a pervert, I think is. Pervert, you actually did something that people are like, oh, you fucking pervert. A creep is like, he's creeping around. Something's going to happen. Right. Everybody, every, almost every guy comic I know is a creep. <laughs> <laughs> And only about 75% are perverts. <laughs> Wait, so, so that's what you're saying? You're saying 75% are creeps and the rest are perverts? Is that what you said? Yeah, and then like probably 10% are just uh, literal criminals, like SBU <laughs> criminals that should be taken away from society. We were talking about that, too. We were like, how many com- – what percentage of comics do you think are psychopaths? Like, honest to I mean, like- I don't know. I think a huge percentage are narcissists, but I, I don't think psychopaths yeah. is a whole different – so you're saying like, narcissists with psychopathic tendencies, <laughs> right? But almost narcissist is a form of psychopath because you don't have. But I mean, Jesus, the most how many times do you like almost? I, it's so weird to because how many times do you just drive in your car and you think about fucking driving off the road and killing yourself? I mean, everybody does that, right? Uh, no. Oh yeah. oh, oh. <laughs> really? Am I the no, only? I've, I've done that. I've of course. That. Uh, by the way, if you want to talk about creeps and perverts and sexuals. Assault, check out the BBC series The Detectives about a real-life SVU. This just became a whole Netflix advertisement. <laughs> We're hoping to get Netflix ad- ad- advertisements. I'll do it in a British way. Advertisements. Advertisements. 
So check that out. Tom, do you still review TV shows? Uh, no, not, not, I mean, on occasion, but not like every day, like I used to. You should review our show, our podcast. Well, that would be hilarious. Well, we're not, when we're a TV show, then I'll review it. What, you can't fucking suspend a little disbelief and fucking do a radio show? No. Well, thanks, Tom. Riveting radio once again. (laughs) Dumb son of a bitch. I love it. We used to have like a ton of segments on the show, but now it's just this is who we're angry at. Maybe an interview, and Tom can go fuck himself. Those are the three segments. We got rid of the political one. I think we had another one. We got rid of. No, we did we get rid of political for good, or we just didn't do it a couple times. Well, we haven't done it in like four weeks in a row, which is we don't. Oh yeah, that's pretty. Well, much here's the segment. These guys These don't guys know don't what, they're, know they're, what talking they're talking about. about. <laughs> I think that's the segment. It's we back. Put- it's back. It's back. Here's the segment nobody asked for. Here's the segment. Well, this is going to be out in two weeks, so I, it's hard to even do it because Trump is doing so many crazy things every week that it's like whatever. Like this week, you know, we've recorded two in a row uh, th- today, and it's all about Trump's tax this week. But I'm sure next week it'll be even worse. And yes, Tom is going to vote for Jill Stein. So uh, if is you really want to talk about either? being useless, uh, that, that that's what it, that that's the epitome of it. Is that true, Tom? Uh, yeah, sure. <laughs> you're like a Bernie bro, but you're 45 years old. <laughs> you're like a yeah. Bernie bro if you had a problem getting out of a tub. I'm, I'm, I'm dwelling in my basement like all the rest of them. <laughs> Tom, well, well, here's the thing. <laughs> you don't realize... I don't get this fucking line of thinking. I don't fucking get it. I don't get the idea of what do you, what is everybody who hates, hates, hates Hillary. And I, like, I talked to Dave Smith about it once and he like knows a lot about politics. So I just kind of like listen to him and I kind of shut up sometimes, but I'm like, he's like, he'll talk about all, all these people that she killed. I'm like, yeah, but yeah, the Vince Foster thing is bullshit, though. Tom, uh, that's bullshit. I'm, he's talking about war stuff, like Iraq war. Stuff. Yeah, no, he's 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 she's he's done. Right, you know, he's right. He does. No, he, he knows just, a lot about that shit. No, you know no, what? she's done a lot. I mean, like a lot of the Middle East has been escalated because of her. I will agree, but okay. But here's the thing: it's like, what do you think would happen internationally if if Trump became president? Would be so what embarrassing. What? It would be so fucking embarrassing. It's already embarrassing. Like my buddy, oh, Stango, Pat Stango went to Germany and then he would meet Germans in Germany and they were like, why are you doing this? <laughs> they would ask him, they would ask him like, why are you going through with this? What's going on? Why? And he's like, it's not me. It's just the way it is. And they're like, this is awful. This is so awful. They're like complaining to him about fucking Trump. Tom wants a Trump presidency. You do, Tom? Yes. Because Tom then thinks that the the system will will fall apart faster and will get real change. Is that correct? I don't. I don't. I don't want a Trump presidency, but I don't want either of the candidates either. It's, well, it's, the the candidates you, both I'm of them like, are. I'm glad like you like the nature in your area because you're going to be living in it if fucking Trumps <laughs> are, are president. I hope you have a couple of tents that you're going to be fucking. Living yeah, the in, the, the best option that you're going to have for a public option is health, as if Hillary is. Is president? I mean, I, I just don't understand. What what do you think is going to happen during this Brexit? I mean, there's so many things that uh, it's so insane to me. It's also here's the thing, and not Tom's not voting for Trump, but like, I don't believe this about Tom because I know that Tom's very very compassionate liberal. But here's the thing: 
I really don't believe that Tom thinks this. The reason that nobody wants, the only reason that you could hate her that much is that she's a fucking woman. That's the only reason. There's no other reason. Well, reason I mean, I don't know. I, that's kind of a broad stroke. I mean, there's Any, there, uh, name a reason. That, I know. Listen, I understand. There's a, there are some legitimate reasons. Look, I, I will say this, and, and we, we we should probably wrap up this soon because we really don't know what we're talking about. But uh, <laughs> ne- I just fucking hate it. I, I, I know. Let well, me just get this thought out here. Like, there's a reason that she's losing so bad in Ohio. Like, a lot of trade deals have fucked over. Uh, American low-skilled workers. And, you know, like, I understand that, like, a lot of unemployment cyclical, but we should have been lowering college costs. We should be educating these people into more specialized fields if factory jobs disappear. You can't just make the factory jobs disappear and then not give them funding for school. It's not – yeah, but it's not her responsibility. It's not her job. It wasn't her job to bring new industries to the country. I mean, no, and I understand that, that, but it's like if you if, if you want to take credit for your husband's successes, then you also have to take credit for some of your husband's failures in the 90s. So I, I understand what you're saying. She wasn't making the choice, but she touts Bill Clinton a lot. So you got to take some of the bad stuff too. You know, that, that's what I think. Uh, I think also what has to happen is people have to embrace the idea of new shit coming. To, like when, you, when the whole Trump idea is like, we're going to bring back the old companies that left you. 15, 20, whatever years ago. It should be bringing new forms of jobs into the country. That's well, he's a sociopath because he takes advantage of all these treaties. You know, he's yeah, he's the exactly. absolute worst person in the world, that guy. And, I mean, Hillary would be a phenomenally better president than Donald Trump. But I mean, no one... I, 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 it, it, it sounds like a joke, but he really, he really is a, he's a billionaire slumlord. That's basically what it is. He has the moral backbone of a slumlord. Yeah. Ugh, fuck this whole thing. I'm like, I'm to the point where I'm ignoring anything. I If I scroll through on Facebook, I ignore it now because I can't. It's so stupid. People are so fucking dumb. It's not even dumb. It's just obtuse. It's, how are you not? It's like if people don't want you. The minute you start saying facts, people just, their brains go, yeah, but, and they go, they do a fucking left. They pull a, le- they, they pull a left turn and try to be like, yeah, but what about this? Like you, somebody wrote something online that was like, you can't, you, it's not a case of, a, of who's the lesser of two evils. It's incomparable, uncomparable. It's not there's – no, there's no contest when it comes to who deserves to be president out of those two people. And that's what it's going to be between. It's not going to be fucking Jill Stein. It's going to be Gary one of these John, two Gary – I mean people who, people who are going from uh, Bernie Sanders to Gary Johnson I, I really think should be institutionalized. It's like what did you even read articles? Do you yeah. read anything? This guy doesn't – I mean – you know, this guy believes that you want to talk about corporations benefiting from from a presidency. Imagine Gary Johnson, his oh views on God. taxes. Yeah, and it's like, and it's yeah. Well, that's what all these Bernie bros are doing. Right? All these the millennial Bernie people are going to go for. Some of them are going for Gary Johnson. It's Insane! Like, it's absolutely it's ludicrous. So you don't care about anybody's social platform whatsoever? Is that what the case is? Well, I mean, like Gary Johnson is is closer to them socially. I mean, I'm more fiscally and more. You know, uh, he's 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 way more Republican. I mean, Tom, you would never vote for Gary Johnson, right? No, there's there, there was definitely like this weird segment in the Bernie Sanders followers that were essentially teabaggers that, you know, everybody who had a brain took a shit on them. You know, if they ever posted anything, it's like, would you take this teabagger crap out of here? And those are the ones going for Gary Johnson. 
Um, but here's the thing. What I want to know is this, and we can wrap this up soon because I feel like we talked about it for so long. Where's the logic? Where? Wh- why is no? Why is there no articles about? Hey, I'm a millennial who was going to vote for Bernie and is now voting for Gary Johnson, and this is why. There well, is I, I don't think it's millennials that are going to Gary Johnson. I think it's the weird older teabagger nutcases. Yeah, That's I think who- it's really people who are disenfranchised, uh, personally, spiritually, psychologically. I have a whole issue with that too. It's like what? It's so funny because all the pundits you see on TV go. Sean, you will be proudly voting for Hillary this election. I will be. Pr- I will be proudly voting for Hillary this election. Absolutely. I want to make a point. I'm going to make a point of it. I'm, yeah, absolutely. I'm, I'm voting for. Her. And the thing about it is, is uh, what was I going to say? Oh shit! I lost my train of thought. I was <laughs> Actually, an M M&M and M rolled across the floor, and Sean's eyes just darted. <laughs> yeah, right. like you fucked me up by interrupting. Like me. an animated mouse. <laughs> and Tom, you'll be voting for Jill Stein. Yeah. The 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 thing is that you know, you were mentioning about people being angry at uh Clinton in Ohio. It's because when you put in somebody with neoliberal policies like Clinton, they it splits the opposition to uh conservative things like NAFTA. I mean, Clinton pushed that through. We had a democratic house you know, and they pushed it through that, you know, it doesn't happen the other way. Look at all the blocking that's happening against Obama because the conservatives unify. But when you put someone like Clinton in who passed all these really horrible uh, things in terms of NAFTA and deregulation of Wall Street and communications, those were all conservative uh, ideas and policies. So when if you have okay, somebody- really quickly, really quickly, the are you just said NAFTA? Who also Trump? Uh, Trump? Uh, what? He'd be out of NAFTA. But Jill Stein doesn't want to be a part of NAFTA. Is that the thing? Well, it's because the next thing coming down the pike is the TPP, which right. uh, Clinton said was the gold standard of of trade policies. Hasn't said anything about it in months, and her running mate just voted. Uh, to say that, yeah, they could pass the TPP in a lame duck Congress and not even wait for the new president to come in. That's her vice president choice said, yeah, let's move ahead with it before the new administration comes in. So you really think she's going to be against the TPP? I don't think so. I just, and the other thing you said was, uh, what was the second thing you said? Oh, uh, as far as um, Wall Street goes, I think... Maybe I'm being uh, naive here, but she was so affected by the Bernie thing, she's going to want to play to those people. Well, the so Democratic she- platform has moved further left because of uh, because of Bernie Sanders. I mean, he's done a lot of good. Yes, that's that's what you know, I was about to it, say. As far as I like prison, got in there, there would be a, he, he, there would be an effort to to bank break up to break up the max. Like there would be not not obviously literally, but but there would be there would be things put in place. To help that cause because she has to because he's been campaigning for, her. and that's a big big. If he was came out and said I'm against her, then all those people would have just probably jumped shit. But he's saying she's great, so he's gonna she's got she's gonna get most of the Bernie people or a good portion of them. It's the other, the other oh this is the other thing I wanted to say when people say they're angry what do they what do they because all those pundits on TV all they say is that like, people the countries people in the country are angry. What are they angry about? Because nobody ever says details. I want to know what the hell are you angry about? Like I think what you should be angry about is that the middle class. There's barely a middle class. How about that? There's 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 no middle class. That should that should be one of the main focuses. 
And I get the idea of like of, of shipping jobs out of the state, but to think that Trump is going to come in and, and get those jobs back is not going to happen. And if it does happen, it's going to come back as jobs that you don't want. You think those those companies are just going to be because of tax breaks? They're going to be like, oh, fine, uh, we'll just uh, we're not we'll, we'll still want to pay. They're going to want to pay you the low rate still. It's not going to be you're going to come back and they're going to be the normal amount of money you make on those fucking jobs. They're like they're just going to take their breaks and make more money for themselves. There's going to be, and there'll be no oversight for it. There's not going to be a regulation like, hey, the money you save on here goes to the people that work for you, the middle class people who work for you. It's n- there's no there's no regulation of that in his plan. All right, I got to interrupt. We have got to move on. <laughs> this is just a turning into like just the worst MSNBC show I've ever. Yeah. In that, my that's life. why I said that five minutes ago. I know you did, and we and we should have stopped yourself then. All right, well, it's time for an edition of Mailbag. Tom, what do we got? How long has it been since our last Mailbag episode? Like April. Oh, wow. So uh, we have a lot. We have a lot yes. of mail. All right, well, let's, uh, let's get through it. <laughs> so here's, here's a message from uh, Tracy, and this dates back to April. She says, hey, guys, just listening to your latest Mailbag episode, you guys are – uh, you guys truly are hilarious and awesome, and I just wanted you to know that you have fans in Canada near Winnipeg that love you. Oh, my favorite nice. part of my favorite part of any episode is when Sean yells. Uh, I'm sorry, when Sean yells, "Shut up, Tom!" That's the best. <laughs> oh, and Tom, I do feel bad when Dan is mean to you. Thanks for your openness and honesty and sharing your lives. Wishing you well, all success. Let me tell you something, Tracy. You can't have it both ways, okay? You I gotta can't... Ask this Tracy. She's pretty sharp. She picks up on a lot of things. Well, you can't, you can't love Sean for shitting on Tom and then get pissed off at me for shitting on Tom. Well, because she knows that I, I do it in a very loving way. Oh, yeah, yes. of course. Yeah, you're, <laughs> you're fucking Mother Teresa over there. All right. Uh, next one. All right. The next one, uh, an email. <clears throat> this is from Janine. Oh, nice. A lot of women. Oh, yeah. Two. Ladies. I'm like, a lot of ladies. We have two. Yeah. Now, uh, are you, for saying that, are you a creep or a pervert? Which one? Which one? <laughs> she she says, hey, guys, the first episode of your hey, podcast uh, that I chose to listen to was number 133, the mailbag and group session. When trying a new podcast, I usually just pick something random for my first listen. As Dan pointed out at the end of that particular episode, if it was someone's first try at the podcast, it was probably more for the My Dumb Friends listener. Nonetheless, listening to the political bickering, lamenting over Dan's life problems, and the puzzle over how to find out how many MDF listeners there are, I still found myself laughing at my desk, something that doesn't happen too often. So I just wanted to say thanks for that. Mucho love from a new listener. Well, Mucho thank you. Love. I appreciate that. Uh, I thought that was going to go in a different way, but it turned out to be nice. So. What did you what did you think? Well, I thought she well she did say in the middle of it she was like, you know, like uh you guys are right, it really isn't for a new listener, but then she's like, but I liked it. So it, it <laughs> I, I thought she was like it was just going to turn into her being like, well, I had to listen to other episodes to realize I liked it, to realize I liked it. That's what I thought, too. Uh let's see. Here's here's a message from Mark. We're joylessly opening these mail like rich kids on Christmas. Have you noticed that? <laughs> We're just like, all right, what's the next one? Uh, this is a message from Mark. Yeah. Mark, Mark with a C. Mm-hmm. Dan used the promo code DUM while advertising Adam and Eve. 
Yeah, I know that. I know that. I know. I fucked that up. <laughs> we, Mark uh, says this isn't nothing. new, Mark. This isn't fucking new. Keep going. <laughs> You're not going to let me finish it. Nothing. No, not Tom murdering birds in the attic. Not spam bots from Taiwan. Not the Mike Lawrence episode. Nothing was funnier than this ironic read for this sponsor. Thank you. <laughs> well, wasn't ironic. Was ironic? Oh shit! I should have fucking said it was ironic. <laughs> Damn it! I oh, I, I just got it. Why it would be ironic? <laughs> that All right, fuck. what's the next letter? Man, this uh, this episode is really showing how uh, both dumb. This is like really an episode of showing how uneducated we are. <laughs> we went from like politics and just saying talking points to them like <laughs> me not understanding what dumb is, and then Sean going, "Oh yeah, that is ironic." Like it was. <laughs> Just everyone had their own glimpse of stupidity. Uh, here we go. Of, glimpse of our stupidity. I fucked that up, too. Ugh, we're just trash on this episode. I this think is, you're... That's why that come out. This is a good one. Hi, guys. Wanted to let you know how much my husband and I really enjoy the podcast. We especially like Tom's Tales of Woe, or whatever you call it. <laughs> We're in our mid-50s and have been together for more than 30 years. So my husband has developed a game called Do You Want to Hear Something Depression? Depressing? I just say yes because he'll tell me no matter what. Latest- <laughs> that sounds like a horrible relationship. Hey, Tom, did you write this letter? Yeah, <laughs> <No. laughs> The latest uh, most depressing thing he said to me was, quote, we're old enough to be Sean Donnelly's parents. I just heard myself screaming. Lots of laughter was included, too. That's funny. We saw Dan's Thursday night show at Scottsdale Stand-Up a couple weeks ago. It was great. Thanks, Dan. Hopefully we'll get to see Sean and Tom someday. Sincerely, Tracy. You don't need to see them. You've already seen me, but thank you. Did you you meet them after Dan? I did. Yeah, I believe I did. What a weekend that was. Holy shit. Great weekend. Thank you, Stand Up Scottsdale. Houston's great restaurant. Uh, you know, had a, a had a uh, met up with a very lovely lady. Uh, that's done. But did you, say, uh, did you say Houston? You mean Houston's? Houston's. I don't know. Houston's or Houston's? I forget. Uh, Houston is only the street in Manhattan. I think no, Houston's, Houston's then. No, Houston's. I'm sorry. It's part of the Hillstone restaurant group. It was really good. Yeah. <laughs> this uh, is like the most like promoting. <laughs> it's like the most like commercials for things that we're not getting paid for. <laughs> it really is, and then, and then like I try to like bragging about hooking up with a girl, being being like, yeah, but she left, uh, so that's <laughs> over too. All right, next one. All right, here we go. This is a, hi there. I'm one of the rare female fans of the podcast. You, uh, which, well, we already heard from three. Yeah, so I guess we're not that fucking rare. <laughs> You guys have described this breed of woman You're in not that rare, terms Jesus. before, and I completely fit the bill. What is that? Pardon me? What's what the saying? breed? Well, what, what we described? I guess we've somehow, I, you know, probably you have mentioned them in a disparaging way. Um, me? I've mentioned. You know what, Tom? Go fuck yourself. <laughs> if there's ever dead air on the podcast, I'm wondering if we could get a, quote, or origin story from you all. Like those episodes of Friends or whatever, or whatever, where they go back in time. Here, let me do. Uh, let me do Tom's origin. Failure, failure, failure. We asked him to do this podcast. <laughs> Jesus Christ! <laughs> uh, for example, like how did Dan and Sean first become acquainted, and how did that friendship blossom? 
Did they like each other from the start? And how in God's name did Tom come into the picture? Well, it's probably been covered in bits and pieces over the past podcast, but it never, explic- never explicitly. That's my humble request, Katie. Well, me and Sean did like each other from the beginning. Yeah, we, we definitely liked each other. There, once we, were we realized, before yeah. the podcast. And uh, I knew Tom because Tom uh, reached out. Uh, uh, you know, he was very nice. He booked a show in Barrington. He, he liked my stand-up. I did his show. And then uh, originally, you know, as far as my dumb friends, we had a weird um, – we had a lot of – we started out a Creek in the Cave podcast. Uh, that didn't work out. Then we went to Heavy.com. That didn't work out. Then Christian Polanco kind of produced our podcast for a little bit, but that was very temporary. He did a good job, but he left. And then I posted online, hey, can someone uh, do this? We had a – we actually had a – it was kind of funny because there was a, like three people I think emailed me. One person wasn't qualified and then there was somebody who is a writer on The Tonight Show and when I explained the job, they're like, oh, this isn't at all what I wanted it to be. <laughs> and then Tom agreed to do it. So that's that's kind of what happened and Tom's been our producer since then. We kind of went off air for about six months because we thought we were going somewhere else and then the deal didn't work out and uh, yeah, that's a long – tortured history of this podcast but we've been doing it weekly uh for about a couple of years straight now so uh so that's kind of what happened yeah that's 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 it in a nutshell <laughs> sean uh you could hear him unbuckling his belt while he uh said that <laughs> um, tom i'm sorry if i made fun of you out. too hard <laughs> i think it's gonna come out Here's here's a quick one from Tyler. I really like the new format, which I guess we're abandoned briefly there. I really like the new format, and also I hope that the Thai lady, she's from Taiwan, Tyler, is a bot because <laughs> Tyler, fuck you, Tyler. Don't make fun of Tom's girlfriend, Tyler. <laughs> I, I hope the Thai lady is a country of origin straight. Uh, I, I hope the Thai lady is a bot because that might push Tom over the edge. <laughs> oh my God. <laughs> Jesus. <laughs> Tyler, let me defend. I know I shit on Tom a lot, but we don't want fucking Tom to kill himself. <laughs> yeah, also, yeah. Tyler it might be the first Tom hater. I think that's the first like guy who doesn't like Tom. <laughs> Speaking of Ling Ding or whatever the fuck her name is, or, you know. Jesus. <laughs> You're calling me racist? Are you crazy? <laughs> speaking of, ding, ding? speaking oh, of the, we're leaving that in. That's not speak, coming out. No, that's, that's not. not no, I fucked up. I apologize. Speaking of the crying game, um, <laughs> what's uh, which crying game is any woman who talks to Tom? But what is going on with that? What's going on with that, Tom? I know uh, she doesn't message anymore. She doesn't message that much. I they do posts on that page, like her her friend and her do those Dan, weird little Dan, videos. Tom Tom flew there and reenacted Lost in Translation. <laughs> <laughs> the the, the Sorry, scratching man. that I hear is just her trying to break through the chains that Tom put her in. <laughs> um. I, I I just write on their posts and they reply to me there. So, oh, all right. Well, there's a sad oh, answer to that. <laughs> yeah, that's that's all that's happening with them. 
Are um, we uh, are we gonna do a uh, Tom's haunting realization this episode? Or? No, we still, uh, Sean. We we still got we, we got ten minutes, right? Or no? Do we want to stop? Have, with we the have mail? five minutes. Five minutes. I gotta get out of here at, right at six. Oh, five minutes. Oh shit. Yeah. Well, I guess that's it for the mail this episode. Yeah, we can okay. save mail from another time. Well, thank you everybody for writing in. It's really nice that, and we have a lot more, right, Tom? Yes, we do. Well, that's great yes. that people are writing in and. We have uh, messages from, from Ashley and Vanessa and Blair and Katie and Ned and... Well, that's a lot of uh, women. Kelly and George and, yeah, we'll get to you guys. Wow, that's awesome. How about this? We'll do one more. Does any any of them stick out as, you know, like, oh, really, like, something, they said something fucked up or, or they, you know... No, they're, they're quite praiseworthy uh, or praising as... Um, Somebody from South Africa, George wrote from South Africa. He loves the podcast. Uh, he says we're all morons, but it's really funny. <laughs> That's great. We have That's, a South African fan. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, exactly. Cool. Um, and, Sean, Sean uh, has, like, I, I got to get the fuck out of here tone in his voice. So. <laughs> Let's do uh, Tom's Haunting Realization. It's, it's, it's the most beloved segment of the podcast, everybody. <laughs> I actually like that Tom says that every time. Now. I think it's really funny. <laughs> All right. What is it, Tom? Uh, let's see. So uh, we, we in the last podcast, uh, mentioned – last episode mentioned uh, Hungary. And here's, here's a story of when I visited Hungary when I was uh, seven, seven or, seven or eight. You went to Hungary? Yes. Oh, wow. Okay. Yeah. This is going to be awful. It was still behind. This is going to be really uh, sad. It was still behind the Iron Curtain. <laughs> yeah, Hungary's already sad, and then Tom. It was still dead. behind the. It was still behind the Iron Curtain. Yeah. <laughs> you wait. You went. Yeah, you must have gone there before the wall fell. Yes. <laughs> oh God, this is going to be fucking tragic. <laughs> I went. I went many times, um, and I was. I was. Uh, I have a bunch of aunts and uncles out there, and I was visiting. Uh, my aunts and uncles out in the... The, the, in the family country. crest is just an empty vodka bottle. <laughs> they don't drink vodka. They drink palinka there. That's a, that's the, they don't drink any Russian shit. They hate the Russians. Okay. Uh, <laughs> but the, I was staying at my, uh, my Aunt Roja, uh, Aunt Rose, out in, in the countryside. And they have a little farm there and everything. And we would kind of go between there and my, my Aunt Ava in the, in the city, Budapest. And... Uh, we were getting ready to go to see my aunt Ava, and they sent me out into the yard uh, to to uh, pick up a chicken because I would feed the chickens every day, <laughs> and I was like the I was kind of like the chicken whisperer. <laughs> so I got this chicken, you know, and I was really proud because I got Are they a really selling chickens as dildos. <laughs> I got a really a really nice. Really nice looking chicken there, and and it's like an hour and a half, two hour drive to Budapest from from uh, this uh, village. And I had this chicken with me, and I was kind of, um, you know, I, it was all curled up like next to me. And you and brought the petting. chicken to Budapest. Yeah, and I was petting it, and it was kind of cooing, and it fell asleep. And we, how old were you? Uh, seven, seven or eight. Yeah. Oh my God, this is gonna be so sad. And, and we go, <laughs> we go to my aunt's place, and I'm uh, go in to watch some soccer on TV with my my cousin Zoli, uh, cousin Zoltan, and <laughs> and I go into the kitchen, 
and there's my friend、um, hanging upside down over a bowl <laughs> filled with blood. <laughs> Blood. It was so bright. It was like it was like fire engine red. It was like paint. And you, and the chickens. What, wanted, what was its name? Want, Did you name it? Yeah, I think I named it and everything. What was the name? Like, It's called dinner. Yeah, yeah. No, I named. No, what I was named, the name? What was the name? I'm sorry.、Uh, well, it was a hen, so I named her Juja, which is a Hungarian name, and she <laughs> she was hanging there with her eyes half closed. And this、open. sounds like the plot of one of those books they make you read in school. <laughs> Wow, Tom. I mean, just when you think that you can't, you've, you've scraped the bottom of the tear barrel. I didn't know, dude. There's probably a hundred stories just from Hungary that we haven't heard. Yeah, I got a lot. I went there many summers. Have, did you ever have a good time while you were there? Yeah, I mean, when I wasn't suffering from dysentery. <laughs> All right, guys.、Oh、thanks.、Uh, I'm going to be at the、uh, Comedy Castle in Royal Oak, Michigan, this weekend. So please check、oh, me out there.、Cow. And、uh, I, sh- I think I'm in New York, so I'll be at the Comedy Cellar, and you can look me up on Twitter at, at @shawneytime and on Instagram, same name. And I'm、uh, on Twitter at @tomdog. I'll be doing a show at Proctor's Theater with Zach Sherwin, and that'll be fun. Oh, cool. Awesome. And also,、yeah. uh, let's make sure we say thank you. I'm recording at Showbiz Studios in Manhattan.、Uh, thank you so much to Alex from Showbiz Studios for、uh, letting us do this.、Uh, you can look them up at showbizstudios.com. They have a bunch of great podcasts, including David Feldman's and Matt Goldish's podcast. So we really appreciate that. Yeah, thank you, All Things Comedy, too. Yes. Thank you, All Things Comedy, as well. Yes, yes, yes. Aaron and Alex. I'm recording here. Yes, exactly. Aaron and Alex.、Uh, all right, cool. Thanks, guys. <laughs> Thanks, guys. Thanks for listening to the My Dumb Friends podcast. Here's where you can see our host performing live this week. Sean Donnelly is performing in and around New York City to keep up on his happenings. Follow him on Twitter at Shawnee Time. That's S E A N Y T I M E. Dan Saint Germain is performing at the Bigfoot Lodge on October 23rd. That's in Los Angeles, California. Then he'll he will be. Doing other shows the following week in and around Los Angeles. To stay up on top of those dates, times, and locations, go to dancingtermain.net and check out his schedule. Thomas Attila Lewis, that's me. I get to perform with friend of the show Anthony DeVito on Wednesday, October twenty-sixth at the Colonial Theater in Pittsfield, Massachusetts. Then on October twenty-ninth, I will be doing a big show. At the Capital Rep Theater,、uh, with Andy Sanford and a bunch of other great comics, come out for that show. That's the Capital Rep Theater in Albany, New York. Please rate and review the podcast. Tell your friends. It only takes a couple seconds. Go to iTunes, type in a sentence like this one by Drea, one four two five three six, if that's what her name really is. She says, "Great banter between Dan and Sean, and hilariously awkward and haunting comments from Tom. This podcast has me laughing so hard while driving that I get weird looks from other drivers. Look forward to the show each week. 
See, it's as easy as that. Thanks again for listening. We will be back next week for other cool comedy podcasts. Go to allthingscomedy.com. Yes, we're a part of the All Things Comedy Network. We're one of many great comedy podcasts. That's allthingscomedy.com. Our opening and closing song is called Mary the Boxer by Phil Pickens. You can find out more about Phil at philpickens.com. Lift me up, lift me up, you don't.